This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Stocks sank Tuesday with technology stocks leading the way lower as investors nervously eyed a swift rise in U.S. Treasury yields. The Nasdaq, a proxy for technology and growth stocks, underperformed against the other two major stock indexes, dropping more than 2.8% by market close in its worst day since March. The S&P 500 also dropped 2%, while the Dow shed more than 550 points, or 1.6%. A new disappointing report on consumer confidence in September added to the risk-off mood in markets with the conference board's closely-watched Consumer Confidence Index dropping to the lowest level since February as concerns over the coronavirus lingered. The rapid rotation away from growth in technology stocks also came as Treasury yields added to recent gains. The yield on the benchmark 10-year note jumped more than five basis points to top 1.54%, reaching its highest level since June. The prospect of higher energy prices, fueling inflation, and rises in bond yields that appear to be preempting tighter monetary policy by central banks have prompted widespread selling across global stock markets. Chris Beauchamp, chief market analyst at online trading platform IG, said in an email on Tuesday, As yesterday, it is the highly valued growth stocks that have taken the brunt of the selling, as investors fret that a lower growth, tighter policy environment will hurt these previous star performers. Undoubtedly, some of the fabled month-quarter-end movements have a part to play here. Fund managers being keen to book some profits as Q3 draws to a close, he added. This suggests we have some more volatility to come over the rest of the week. Yields, which move inversely to prices, have held at low levels throughout the pandemic, and rising yields are seen in large part as a bet on a strengthening economic environment. However, the rapid rise in borrowing costs also serves as a headwind to long-duration growth stocks, which are valued heavily on future earnings. Oil prices also added to gains, and positive economic data, including a much stronger-than-expected durable goods report out Monday, helped underpin the move. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil Futures were on track to climb for a sixth consecutive session and broke above $76 a barrel, or the commodity's highest price since July. And Brent crude oil? The international standard touched $80 per barrel level to reach its highest since October 2018. Really what you're seeing is, across asset classes, the market is adopting a pro-cyclical view, which means better growth in the future, higher inflation, higher bond yields. Tom Essay, the Sevens Report research founder, told Yahoo Finance Live. 
you're seeing that from commodities through to equities. Investors also continued to watch developments out of Washington, with lawmakers facing a deadline this week to fund the government by Thursday night to avert a government shutdown. The effort to pass a new government budget has been swept into ongoing debates around whether or not to raise the federal debt ceiling and pass an expansive $3.5 trillion reconciliation package, which would advance a number of initiatives central to President Joe Biden's economic agenda. In a move widely expected, Senate Republicans on Monday evening blocked a bill that would have funded the government through December 3rd and also raised the debt ceiling through the end of 2022. While Democratic lawmakers have called for raising the debt limit to be a bipartisan move, Republicans have argued Democrats, as majority members of both chambers of Congress, should increase it without their support. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen testified before the Senate Banking Committee Tuesday morning about the Fed and Treasury's responses to the pandemic. In prepared remarks, Yellen addressed the ongoing debt ceiling debate reiterating her concern over the negative implications to the U.S. economy should lawmakers fail to take action. It is imperative that Congress swiftly addresses the debt limit. If it does not, America would default for the first time in history, Yellen said in the remarks. The full faith and credit of the United States would be impaired, and our country would likely face a financial crisis and economic recession. For investors, the plethora of overlapping debates in Washington could be a near-term source of more market choppiness. I think there is the opportunity for volatility to pick up a little bit, Eric Friedman, U.S. Bank Wealth Management Chief Investment Officer, told Yahoo Finance Live on Monday. Not only do you have concerns about the debt ceiling and what legislation may come out, but you also have concerns about when the Federal Reserve may step in. And you also have earnings come up, he added. So we're in that shoulder period for the next couple of days when the only announcements coming from companies tend to be negative ones. We've had some of those over the past week, particularly focusing on cost pressures. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.